Welcome to StockBullies.com. My name is Hurry, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about options. So, unlike stocks, uh, uh, with options, uh, they're a bit different um, in terms of uh, the structure and and purpose. But um, in the end, they could be the same thing. So I'll get into that and and um how i trade options so i'll start off with just kind of like talking about the basics um so what are options um options are contracts that give you the opportunity to buy uh, a common share in the future at a certain price so there's two types of options there's a call and then there's a put and with the call you're basically um, wanting to um, buy 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 a stock at a certain price in in a future time with a put, you're basically um, getting into a contract that allows you to sell a stock uh, at a certain price. And so, why would you use either? You would want to use a call option if you think the the value of that share price is going to increase over time. And then you would use a put option if you think that the share price may fall over time. And not only for those reasons, but uh, people do, it's more of like a security too. You can use it as a security too if you want to protect your investment. And and if you find like a cheap um, uh, put option in case, you know, uh, the share price uh, sells off and you've invested quite a bit and you want to protect yourself, you can get a contract that allows you to sell at a certain price. So let's say you, you know, you own um, a Tesla 600 bucks and it's now trading. Oh, you bought it at 600 bucks. It's trading now at like, I don't know, 800 bucks. Uh, The put option at 600 bucks is going to be a lot less um, just because you've, you're now well above that, but you're scared, right? You, you've, you've invested quite a bit and you fear that it may go below uh, 600 bucks in the future. So you can buy that contract and if it's relatively cheap, just because you've uh, the share price has really advanced um, in, in, uh, away from 600 bucks, let's say it's trading on like a upper 800 bucks. Well, this is kind of like an insurance. It protects you. Um, in terms of the put and um, but you know really it's it's a it's a real gamble um, it's so hard to determine you know if the share price of a uh, of a stock is going to go up or down in future time because it's not necessarily always about uh, the company right sometimes the market conditions could change and um, really just throw you off like something that you didn't really foresee uh, great company, um, everything's you know amazing, but um, the market could you know correct and you, that had nothing to do with uh, the, the company's performance or what have you, and now you're stuck and, and you kind of screwed um, yourself um, depending on how you bought that option. So um, with options, I wouldn't buy options. Uh, well, actually, let me go over uh, the important things of of options. So, the the type we've already gone over. There's a call and there's a put, and then the strike price is the price that you want to execute at. So, if you want to buy a, a, an option, so if you have if you buy the option uh, to buy a Tesla at six hundred bucks the strike price would be 600 bucks because that's the price on the expiration date, which is the next column over. The expiration date is important. That's the day the contract expires. And the expectation is um, that would be the day you, you know, uh, execute the transaction. So whether it be uh, the option to buy something or the option to sell something. Uh, With these contracts, they're a bit unique. Unlike other contracts, Um, there is no penalty to not honor the contract so if 
um, I have a, a $600 call option, which would, which basically is saying that I'm going to buy Tesla 600 bucks. And so let's say the expiration date is expiring March, October 31st, October 31st comes by and Tesla is trading at 400 bucks. Why would I pay 600 bucks when I could just get in the open market for 400 bucks? Now that contract that I, you know, committed to, um, if it's out of the money, meaning like it doesn't make financial uh, sense, um, you can let it expire. You're not committed to buying uh, Tesla at 600 bucks when it's currently trading at 400 bucks. And the same thing goes with the put option. If it, if it's not, fi- you have the, you're buying a contract that gives you the right, but not the obligation. So I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense, but that's uh, um, really what you know the option. Uh, option uh, business is about um, so you can make quite a bit of money um, options don't trade like um, individually so even though uh, when you buy one contract you're actually buying a hundred shares of that uh, of, of that stock at that strike price so when you buy an option remember that you're not just buying one share you're buying a hundred shares uh, with each contract. So that's important because um, it may be cheap to buy an option, but to execute it, it may be really expensive, right? And so, um, yeah, so we'll we'll take a look at like um, what the things that I use to find uh, options, like some good option trades. So, um i'm not an expert in it i i personally wouldn't recommend um new uh, traders to get into options it takes time to really uh perfect it and i don't think anybody can really perfect it and you'd probably want to use tools like the ones i'll share to kind of discover um some option trades but really if you could stay away from options trading I'm more of an old school, like long term hold guy. Um, I don't really do day trade. I don't do day trading, um, and I don't really like options that much, uh, just because of the amount of risk and uh, volatility um, that they may have. And so, it's I, I, th- I, I you can make good money with options. I think they're a great instrument for people that may not have all the money together. Um, they're really good for that and I'll show you what I mean um, so if let me see if I can pull it up quickly it, uh, how can we do this okay so we can maybe switch screens quickly and I can explain what I meant um, All right, here we have um, the Weeble um, program uh, desktop. And I'm looking at a stock here. Um, Let me see if I can pull up something here that makes sense. Uh, No, actually. All right, we'll do, um, we'll do Microsoft. Let's say, for example, Microsoft, uh, I'll go with, yeah, so if you were with Weeble, um, options at the top, so when when you pull up the stock here, so I've got Microsoft $227.56, there's an options uh, uh, button up here in the upper left corner, and then it shows you all the different, I got it set to calls, you could put it to both. Uh, or you could do either put it to calls or uh, calls or puts, and um, I'll put it to calls. So if I wanted to buy a hundred shares of uh, Microsoft at two hundred and twenty-seven dollars and fifty-six cents, you're looking at what? No, 
I'm just going to use the calculator just to kind of show you, you know, the graphics here. You'd spend $22,000, uh, almost $23,000 today to buy 100 shares of Microsoft. Now, you may not have that, right? $23,000. Um, but you may have $1,000. And you can still secure 100 shares. Um, and it's such a, it's a gamble right like when you're when, when you're when you're going with the strategy but um it is doable i think uh, personally with microsoft um and what i mean by that is so we'll look at an option here a call option we'll go for june uh, 16 2023 so about two years and some change two years three months i think and so here are the columns, the strike price, the price that we want to buy it at. Then the bid is what people are willing to pay for that option. Ask is what the people holding those options are willing to sell it at. And then last is the last successful transaction that took place and at what price. Um, change is like, you know, um, if the price has increased or decreased. And with options, option prices constantly change and the factors are time right um because the more time you have um the better the the likelihood of you know the outcome that you're wanting uh, could happen the less time you have um there's a squeeze right you're tight for you're tight for time and the the likelihood of uh, microsoft going to whatever strike price that you buy at um or anticipated to pass uh, may not happen and so it may not be as valuable so um all right so the 2023 um i would go with let's say i don't know um 350 bucks so we're currently at 227 dollars and there's a option here at a 350 strike price um people are bidding 940 uh their last one went for 1100 so it says 11 dollars, but you gotta remember 11 dollars times 100 shares on that contract so it's um it's really 1100 dollars to buy uh it's it's telling you 11 dollars per share but you're you're forced to buy 100 shares so that's 1100 is the last um transaction that happened at that 350 uh, for three 350 dollar call uh option um basically what you're saying is by june 16 2023 you believe that microsoft will be worth more than 350 dollars a share if not then it's not worth it right then this becomes valid like it doesn't it's, it's not valuable anymore so let's say Microsoft in you know January of 2023 is trading at 500 bucks your $1100 or your $1100 investment is going to be worth a lot more because the assumption is you're already well above 350 and you still have another 6 months left for it to even you know grow even more so would this be something I would take uh, I don't know and I mean I admire Microsoft's, um, I think they have the ability uh, to get to 500 bucks, uh, but it's going to take a lot of things. One, a surge, right? Like a, a, a real, another bull uh, surge. I think they would have to really do well with their, their Xbox. And I think they are doing great with their Xbox and the online gaming component. Um, their cloud computing, Azure, is really doing well. They've got they've secured quite a bit of contracts with the government. Um, what else do they do really well? I'm trying to think. Uh, I think it's really I would me personally I would be really after their cloud, and then their online gaming, and you know they may pull other things uh you know they're looking into building their own chips they've said it for quite some time and if they do that successfully uh, and then they're also like you know looking into 
cloud computing and looking at different techniques for cooling, um, you know, server farms and so on. I mean, it's a gamble, right? Like I can't predict the future. Um, we may have, you know, a recession. We may have uh, so many things that may happen between now and 2023 that may negatively affect this share price, right? And as the share price continues to drop, well, the value of your contract is going to drop too, right? So these are, these are you know, options are great because uh, I gave you the example. Like if we were to buy 100 shares of Microsoft today, it would cost us almost $23,000. But we can, we, can, we can kind of still make money in this play by taking a chance and saying, hey, uh, we'll buy the $350 it's only we're only like one hundred and twenty five dollars away from that price point. Uh, could that happen over the next two years and 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 three months? It's possible, right? It's very possible, but we don't know. They could come up with it. so many different things, and whether it be payments or uh, if they get to e commerce or they like. There's so many things that they could do. Driverless cars. All they just got to make one announcement after another announcement and, uh, and and the likelihood of them doing this probably is really like you know it's, it's real possible um so that's how you would play um and you don't have to do it with Microsoft. there's so many different uh, uh companies where affordability becomes an issue but you can you can g gain access to um these the same stock and just in a different and more unique way and Let's say we do buy it, and what would happen, right? So let me show you something. Um, there's a tool here. It's called an options profit calculator. So let's go to the so we'll go to a long. We'll look up the symbol Microsoft. It's a two hundred twenty-seven fifty-five as we just seen. We're gonna we said we were gonna buy the twenty twenty-three June sixteen. And we were going to buy the 350 strike price at 1100 bucks. So let's say we're going to look at the share price. Let's say it goes from 350. Ah, shoot. Let's see. Let's do this actually. Let's go 350 to $500. I'll calculate it. And so this will give you a chart and show you what happened. So you plug in the ticker right here, it, it will get the price for you. You can enter it yourself if you want. Um, we're buying a call option June 16, 2023. We said we we're going to do the $1,100 one that we've seen in Webull. We're going to buy one contract. So it's $11 times 100, 1100 bucks. And then we think the stock price around that time is going to be floating between 350 and 500. Now look what, what's going to happen. So it tells you, it gives you a breakdown and uh and that gives you dates so we're in march now let's say january of next year let's say it's trading at 350 our 1100 investment is now worth 380 dollars and 3853 dollars let's say share price um january 2023 is 350 well we're our our, our contract may be the value of our contract is going to be about 1678 $1,678 so not a whole lot profit but like 500 bucks but let's say it does touch 500 bucks right you're looking at $14,000 almost right and if you look at this if it hits 500 bucks today you'd make 16 you'd be at $16,000 your contract would be worth $16,000 but as you look as time goes by the amount that you would be rewarded for that contract goes down as well so you you kind of have to have things happen quick so you kind of have to be precise and you got to have to make a decision as to why you believe stock will behave the way it is like what what makes you think why are you convinced that it's going to go up come 
two years from now, two years, three months from now? Why would you think it's going to be floating above 350? So you'd have to do some research, but it's possible, right? I think options personally would be great when the stock market corrects, right? There's a severe correction and you buy them. So in September, I was buying options when there was a correction and there was a sell-off. And that's that's normal in September. So um, options were great, right? You And... Because you knew you had enough support in a lot of these cases, a lot of a lot of people have bought in, you know, a certain stock at a support a certain support level. So you knew that if, even if it went down, kind of like if we go back to if we go here to uh, Microsoft and we look at the charts, Microsoft hasn't really done too bad um, in terms of this latest. Um, uh selling uh selling pressure that we've seen in the markets so you know it it peaked at 246 and uh it's peaked at 246 let me see something here um so the tool that i used i don't know if you can see all this stuff that i'm doing but it's called a uh, uh, Fibonacci retracement. So what I did, I just looked at, you know, I, I plotted um, the last uh, before the big run up. And that was, you know, January 15th. It was around, it looks like uh, 212 per share. And then I, you know, you know, the I plotted it up right up to the the highest point that it's had in in, in, in recent days and this is 246 and that was on February 16th uh, looks like and the retracement tool this 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 indicator typically states that uh, you know when something runs up like this there's usually a 50% retracement so that's um, somewhat bang on and can it go lower? It's possible. It can go lower, but um, usually, you know, using this tool that I use, um, fifty to uh, between the fifty and the sixty-one point eight percent you're seeing there, uh, it's it's rare that it will fall uh, even more. But that could that could that is a possibility, right? But buying this option right now. Um, depending on how the you know the next you know week or so goes but because the there's volatility in the market right now with you know interest rates and and people are really like nervous of another correction happening uh, another major correction happening um you know last year's correction well i mean that's due to covid but it happened in march if you look at 2009 that happened in march when you know the markets really reached the bottom so I think options are great when stocks retrace and then you have enough support. And once you've identified the support, um, buying an option and you don't have to hold it the whole time. You, you, you may, you may sell it just, you know, letting it get back to 246. Um, now let's go back to the other screen and let's see what would happen um if we change that to 250 to 350 all right um so what would happen if you don't uh reach the 350 well as you can see, you pretty much have lost everything um, come the expiration date. But even prior to that, you've lost 50% if if you're still stuck at 250 and it is uh, June 2022. So 
almost the halfway mark if if things aren't you know shaping out um uh, you may lose 50 percent if you're still stuck on 250 because you remember we're at 200 227 right now and so i lowered it down not as ambitious if i if we only you know get over 250 um it could be ugly right uh you you, you you'll need to see a miracle happen um and that's the problem right like it's so hard to determine the the future but on solid companies like microsoft amazon it's a bit more uh, it's a it's a bit more predictable like it could be less risky just because you know that they tend to do really well uh when you look at um their charts on um on a on a greater uh scale so if we go if we look at two year uh we'll look at two years ago in 2019 they were at 95 bucks right so i mean we've had a crazy bull run but even if you look at like you know um you keep going back you know microsoft has really just really done well um and uh same could be said about apple uh, amazon these 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 companies are constantly just growing facebook and they keep developing and just evolving and so i think these are companies you can take that there's less risk with them in terms of options especially if the long you take out the long ones but um yeah that's that's pretty much it so how do i um if you're looking for you know um if you're not comfortable in, in with options uh you're okay you, you know you're not alone there's a lot of people that aren't including myself and i look for help and the tool that i use is uh, bar chart bar chart will basically show you unusual stock option activity that's the one i like um and i also like the options volume leaders and that's just for me to know you know like what is a smart money uh, looking at? And CNBC does this as well. Um, they have one of the guys there that looks uh, for unusual um, options uh, activity. And um, the reason why I do that is I think the smart money, right? Like the, the people that if, if, a, if a lot of people are doing something, um the likelihood is they're probably you know they know something right they're not going to take uh big gambles unless they know something and so um in uh in this case here we see a lot of volume uh basically you know volume and open interest on INFY um it has a current price of $18.46 it's a call people have bought this call option at $19 basically they're willing to pay $19 for each share on March 19th so that's today's what the fourth so not a whole lot of time but pretty cheap price uh, looks like the last one sold for $70 you know can it happen I don't know, but I don't know the company enough to say, yeah, it will happen, but we can look at it and uh, we can look at, sorry, um, INFY. Currently 1845 and the call option is going to be March 19 and $19 and let's say 70 $70 so let's say we bought it at 70 cents which is $70 let's say I you know let's say 1850 to $22 we'll calculate that so le, so it's at 1845 markets kind of you know it's heading south so if it we bought it for $70 
and what's the maximum we can make let's say oh i mean there's really no maximum i can't tell you what it'll go up to but let's say it goes to let's just be just have fun let's say 25 bucks you paid 70 dollars for this contract for you to, ha to have the right on march 19th to buy 100 shares at 19 dollars of this company uh infy and this company is, is infosys okay and all right so 18 uh, so 25 bucks um if you bought it at 70 70 dollars for you to have the right you paid 70 dollars to have the right to buy 100 shares at 19 dollars on march 19th now if this company goes to 20 bucks on the expiration date you may your your contracts work are going to be worth 30 bucks so you've lost 40 bucks um if it's at 20 if it if the stock price is at 20 dollars and 40 cents you'll make back your full 70 dollars you're hoping that it goes above 20 dollars and 40 cents can it go to 21 bucks if it does you made 60 bucks profit if it goes higher than that you'll see uh, in the chart let's say it goes to 25 bucks you've made 530 bucks can it i have no idea i don't know enough about the company um looking at their most recent news they've had quite a bit um quite a bit four hours ago they're going to be uh, doubling their Canadian workforce to 4,000 by 2023. Um, so why would they be doing that? Something, you know, something, something's going to call for more employees, I assume. Uh, they're bringing 500 jobs to Calgary over the next three years. Da -da 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 -da. They've got Global Financial Services application software market. So they were mentioned there. I'm just going through some of the news. Something triggered it off and maybe somebody knows something. But for me, um, like I said, anything that's just unusual, I'll look at that and I'll look at the volume as well and I'll compare. Um, so for volume, you'll see Bank of America, INF is in that list, and then... There's three things, right? You'd want to look at. So unusual. I would I would go further in time. I wouldn't go I wouldn't go um, you know, March nineteenth. I would look for something six months away or more. And then I would look at the IV and the lower the IV, the cheaper the, the option is. And then and then I would look at the volume as well to just see like are others doing the same thing. And also um, options are great to basically let's say that INFY you don't have to buy the contract but you can use this information and say okay well a whole bunch of people think that this thing is going to 90, above 19 come March 19 so you buying it at 1846 is not bad right it indicates something that okay if these guys or girls are you know thinking that this is the, they put so much into this they bought all these contracts up they must know something that I don't know. You buy the eighteen fifty uh, tomorrow in the open market. Uh, there's a good chance that it may be going over uh, over you know nineteen dollars. So you can use this information, this op unusual uh, stock option activity, to basically get an understanding of what may actually happen with that stock. There's uh, American Airlines here, uh, thirty dollars eighty three cents call option. Uh, is there no there's not that much volume on that um it's kind of expensive and then you got to look at the risk too right you know buying some, a, a contract for 70 bucks f just for you to make you know um so it's you just let's go back to that original example it's 1846 today in the open market it closed at 1846 they are buying march 19 contracts to have the opportunity to buy 19 at 19 dollars a share um let's say you spent the 70 bucks march 19th like it would have to just for the stock would have to go from 1846 what it is today to 20 dollars and 40 cents 
just for you to get your 70 bucks back. And so you got to ask yourself, is that really worth it? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I mean, like, it's it's high, it's high risk. It's, um, I'll tell you, like, some crazy, like, like I did some uh, cheap ones. Like, I did a Pfizer at 50 bucks. I paid five bucks for the contract, right, for 100 shares because I thought, you know, they'll have the vaccine by October. I think I bought it by October 23rd. And then, you know, they held off the results of their vaccine uh, until after the elections. And so that screwed me up. But I only paid five bucks for it, right? So I looked at the risk reward. I said, I paid five bucks for this contract. The likelihood of them having the vaccine, I knew they were really uh, in advance in terms of their 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 phases. And so I took the chance. It was only five bucks. You know, the risk reward there was, was, was high. And, you know, I lost five bucks. Not the end of the world. But to pay 70 bucks for this contract, to me, um, I got to know something crazy is happening in the company because uh, I only got two weeks left before it's the 19th. And uh, I don't think that's enough time for me to um, uh, see some kind of appreciation in stock price, especially when the market is like been red and trying to correct itself. So taking all those things into consideration when you uh, do trade uh, options, uh, like I said, six months for me is uh very important i wouldn't do anything less than six months um i would look at uh volume is important to me and the reason why volume is important is you got to get rid of this contract right unless you you're you're doing like a put option to secure yourself in case you're you're you've bought shares in the company you're scared that they may drop and so you're ins- you're securing yourself by buying a put option for you to sell at a certain price so that if the if the if your if your investment falls you don't care cuz you've got a you have the option to sell at a higher price other than that um volume is very important because you, you if you're not trying to execute uh, an option meaning on March 19th if you have no intentions of buying you know the this one here uh, INFY at $19, if you have no intentions of buying 100 shares at 19 bucks on March 19th, your sole purpose was to buy this option to sell it again, well, you better make sure that there's enough volume and interest in that option because you don't want to have a hard time selling it. So in this case here, they have a lot of volume. So when you look at the bid, you look at the ask, um, it's, it's okay. It's not too big of a gap. Uh, if there's no volume like this one here, uh, DDD, uh, there's not much volume, but yeah. So if you look at the bid 175, you look at the ask 210, that's, that's a big spread in between, right? So you want high volume so that you're able to get rid of it too. Um, so yeah, look at those two things, volume, uh, IV, if you can filter this, the IV, the lower the IV, the cheaper the, the option is. But the cheaper, obviously, means higher risk. Uh, but all this is, you know, a gamble. But it's a rewarding gamble if you can get it right. Um, another thing to do, I think, is you want to look at um, this other tool, which is basically uh, price volume leaders. If you subscribe to uh, Bar Chart, you can filter this. And what I would do as well is I would look at um, stocks that... So I share an account uh, on this and um, and I've done the trial and you, you can you can filter this so that um, you can sort it by sector. So I can I can screw I can screen it and filter it by let's say EV sector or you know transportation sector da 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 uh, or like you know um, uh, technology and so on. And the, and why you do that, you can find who's lagging, um, in terms of its sector. So, um, let's say like, uh, October ish, I think it was like Apple was, you know, killing it, but NIO was only like $13. Right. And they were $11 or $13. So they were lagging in terms of their sector. And so here with this tool, what you can do is you can filter it and you can look at, okay, who's lagging uh, in, in their, in their, in their uh, the financial sector or the transportation sector and so on. 
And so that way you can look at opportunity because typically, um, you know, things like most companies, I find at least, uh, plus or minus, they do move in the same uh, motion. Like when you look at EV, Tesla is really the anchor and all the EV companies because they're new startups, it's so difficult to value them. So you base it on Tesla. And so everybody values an EV company based on Tesla. When Tesla goes down, the whole EV sector goes down. And so does it go all down at the same time? Same percentage, right? NIO Tesla? I'd say yeah. There's others that go harder, right? When I look at Blink Charging, they have a low float. But man, when they go down, they go down big in terms of percentage when compared to ChargePoint. Um, so these are things that you can look at. Um, there's probably other tools you guys could share, and I would love to hear them. Uh, and, and or if you want to just you know, drop them in the chat, I would love to uh, look at them. But that's something else that I do. And I'm trying to think what else with options. I've shown you the calculator tool, and then this. That's pretty much it. I mean, if you have um, uh, uh, oh, I mean, they're not. Op I mean, they're kind of like options, but they're they're not really because. Um, I'll talk about uh, warrants. I don't really uh, prepare anything, but uh, it's probably best to not have to make a separate video for warrants. But um, so when you're when you're when you're uh, let me see if I can pull uh, who's selling warrants right now. Okay, yeah. So let me so let me show you. Uh, warrants warrants are let me see here let me change my screen okay so i'll look at a company that that um, i'm invested in so psth it's a spac uh, led by bill ackman now it got it came out in july of 2020 and it started at 20 dollars the warrants didn't really start right away. So what are warrants? They're basically uh, contracts that allow you to uh, buy a share at a certain strike price. So his warrant, um, and, and this is all this is all outlined in the structure of the company uh, of the company you're, that you're investing in. Um, and that would be available in their filings of like what how they want to do it. So with the warrants for PSTH, when you buy a warrant, it's a contract. And when you buy it, you're going to be able to exercise that warrant at a price point. And in this case, in PSTH, it's $23. So when you buy one warrant, whether, whatever it happened to be. So right now it's trading at $12. But back in the beginning, you could have got it as low as $5.20. So what does that mean? you're basically paying $5.20 today rather than paying what it was at that time. I think it was trading around 22, 23 bucks. So why would somebody do that, right? The cool thing about warrants is you don't have to exercise it um, for a long time. There are rare cases where, and they'll disclose that, that the warrant may be called up by the company, meaning like, they want they're going to forcefully try to get you to exercise it but in 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 most cases uh you can you know there may be terms outlined but they're pretty long so why would somebody do that so all right if i think this company is going to go to 500 bucks and let's say i have ten thousand dollars right i can spend ten thousand dollars and let's say it was trading at that time i think 22 bucks I can buy myself four hundred and fifty-four dollars uh, worth. Uh, four hundred fifty-four dollars. Uh, sorry, four hundred fifty-four shares of PSDH for ten thousand dollars, right? And over here, I'll spend the ten thousand, and I'll buy at five twenty. I can buy nineteen, uh, one thousand nine hundred twenty-three warrants. So, let me see how many calculators I can fill on the screen. So that's common share. 
this is warrants. We got another calculator here. And let's say I have 1923 over here. Um, I'm, I'm basically, I bought 1923 warrants at a strike price of $23 that I can exercise at a later time. I don't got the money now, but let's say later on, I want to exercise them. And let's say the stock price is at a hundred bucks. So, um, I'll get another calculator for this guy here. All right. So I got my 10,000, I got 454 shares here. Let's say two, like a year later, the stock price is a hundred bucks. So in this case here, 454 times 100, it's 45,000. Over here, it's 100, subtract $23 times 1923, it's 148,000. Now, um, for that to happen, you're going to have to you know, put up the money um, for you to exercise those warrants company's going to have to sell you even though at the open market's trading at 100 bucks they're going to sell it to you at 23 dollars now um i'd basically look at warrants as kind of like options but the expiration date's a bit more flexible and you're not you're i mean unless the company goes below the the warrant uh value so if it goes below 23 bucks in this case and that would suck, right? Um, yeah. The other thing, too, is you can trade warrants. So you see now it's trading at $12 if you bought it at 5 bucks, So let's say we didn't even, we didn't wait that long. So we just went 9.23 times 12 bucks. We paid 10000 for the for the 19.23. Now it's worth 23000 So you can make money like that. Um, with warrants, there, I don't know. You'll have to look at your broker, but... They do they do charge fees um, rewriting warrants. So if you're gonna trade warrants, um, there are fees. Um, so do I like warrants? Yeah, but it's not as liquid. So like if you like over here, you want your ten thousand out you can just sell at the open market over here you want your ten thousand out you'll have to exercise at 23 bucks and then sell it in the open market so it's like a little there's a, an extra step there uh, but so over here we could do one other thing is basically we have 1923 warrants so we have to go 1923 times 23 bucks it's going to be 44,000. We're going to have to lay out. Um, but as we said, 1923 times 100 bucks. Shoot. 100 bucks. No. Do we say? It? Yeah, 100 bucks. So this is a part of the whole, this is one family. Originally we had ten so we'll we'll do a recap. We had ten thousand dollars, we divided by twenty-two bucks, we were able to buy four hundred and fifty-four shares. Share price goes to hundred bucks. We we sell all four fifty-four, we make forty-five thousand. Over here with the warrants, we took our ten thousand dollars and we bought um as many warrants as possible for five dollars and twenty cents. It worked out to be nine hundred uh, one thousand nine hundred and twenty-three warrants. We exercise those warrants. The exercise price is twenty-three bucks. So if we go nine twenty-three times twenty-three bucks. We need to come up with forty-four thousand. If we sell all nineteen twenty-three shares at a hundred bucks, one hundred ninety-two thousand. You subtract the cost. Cool thing is, I didn't need to have forty-four thousand today. Right, I didn't have to have it today. I just bought the rights to buy it at $23 in the future. So it's good if it goes above 23. It's a disaster if it goes under 23. Uh, again, it's a gamble. Over here, there's no gambling. There is, obviously, but it's liquid. I could put a stop loss and I could say, hey, 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 
I'm getting out at $21 or $19. I'll lose a couple of dollars. Over here, they may not be worth anything, right, to anybody. Like if, if the thing's going below 23 maybe, you know, maybe somebody gives you three bucks per warrant. And then you got to pay fees on top of that for the warrant. So something to consider, but um, great product. Uh, I think um, it's uh, more common with uh, SPACs because it's kind of like an IPO type of scenario. Um, warrants are usually given to, you know, large investors uh uh, when it comes to raising uh, money, uh, kind of like a, like some kind of incentive could be awarded along with um, other rights, but uh, warrants do exist, and um, I've seen I've been exposed to them through SPACs. So, um, but if you're Canadian and you trade with Quest Trade, warrants are free to buy, but to exercise them, they can range uh, right up to fifty bucks per warrant. So I think it's it's on their website. It says anywhere between fifty cents up right up to fifty bucks. So it's a bit crazy. I don't really do it um, unless I'm really confident in the company. But um, yeah. Anyhow, that's pretty much it in terms of this episode. So just to give a recap, we went over options and we touched on warrants. You have any questions? Email at uh, trade at stockbullies dot com. You can you know message me in the discord or others and more than likely uh, if it's not me somebody else would be able to answer your question so thanks for tuning in uh, the next one um, will be on the potential um, of a big correction or crash in the market so that one would probably was gonna probably be the next video and then thereafter uh, I'll go over, um, you know, how I come up, like, how do I pick a stock? Like, how do I trade in terms of like, why do I choose a company? How did I find that company and so on? And I'll go through it step by step. And so anyhow, if you enjoyed this video, um, you know, uh, like it, share it and let others know so that they can add value to our, um, the discord and uh, our our little community that we've uh, formed here uh, so that we can all benefit from it anyhow i uh, appreciate you watching the video until next time take care